Hey, Isaac. Hey, Ethan. How's it going? Uh, you know, not not super bad. How about, <laughs> how about you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, procrastinating on some homework. Yeah. That's I think just the constant uh, way to be until we're done with classes. Yeah. It's... I sit and I look at the list of things I have to do every day, and I I see the I see the list, but it doesn't inspire any sort of. I got to do it in me, so it's not gonna. It'll get done probably an hour before it's due. But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of moved to that form of yeah, doing it. Yeah, <laughs> trying to keep on top of it right before it it happens. Um, yeah, but it's the last semester, so I just kind of have to finish it out, you know. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. We, uh, we talked about this last time we talked a little bit uh, last week, but it's it's very weird to like, we're in the same town. We're uh, maybe a 15 minute walk from each other, but we still have to do this over the internet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I could like throw a stone to your house, but we're still, still, yeah. Socially distancing. Well, I was, I was thinking about that. It was, it, it's good that we practice this way, you know, at, <laughs> like we know how to record this way and we know how to edit the videos this way and, and, and do these, this podcast over a, a distance, you know, when I'm up at school and when you're at school too. So it kind of works out. It's a strange times we're living in. And, and obviously we, we don't want to be too sad. So we'll just briefly acknowledge them. Uh, listeners, wash your hands, stay home unless you absolutely have to leave. If you leave the house, wear a mask. Uh, New York State, they've just issued the order that you have to wear a mask if you go out in public, uh, which is crazy that that's a thing. Um, thank you to the essential workers who are out there risking their health daily. You guys are rock stars. Even more so for listening. Not That was a joke. I'm talking to the microphone. I don't know, as if it's, as if it's a person. Like, I'm, I'm gesturing to it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Uh learning all about uh um video um class etiquette but yeah <laughs> do we want to talk about that a little bit how, how like adjusting to video classes i think it's a interesting new uh new world that we're all sort of figuring out right now um yeah have have people been sitting in the back of your classes with the the mic off and the computer and the the video off and just like is that your experience as well? Well, it depends on the class because my, my film class, there's 10 of us in the class and the actual meeting sessions have sort of turned into let's touch base and make sure everyone's at least relatively okay rather than an actual like academic thing. But then in my, my other class is over Google Meets where you can't see everyone at the same time. Oh, right. It does that weird switch thing. Which is, I mean, Zoom doesn't. I sort of prefer Zoom for that reason. Yeah. But I think there's a good number of people who are just sort of hiding and observing what about yours? Uh, yeah, we're using Zoom, so we're yeah, we can see everybody's face, but yeah, most people will have their camera off and their their mic off and just kind of sit there and you know if they if they get called on or say something they say something and if they don't they don't. It's kind of interesting, but uh, I I feel kind of bad for the the facilitator in that situation because like you're just kind of talking to these blank cubes that are on the Zoom call and you're like. 
Is anybody actually? You can't really tell if they're engaged no or listening. Feedback, or feedback whatsoever. Or, yeah. So I'm sure that's got to be frustrating. But and and you know, no one like your school and my school aren't schools that are easily like they don't have facilities for online learning this is all new to the students and to the professors so we're all struggling <laughs> and trying to figure it out nothing is nothing about this is yeah. easy it, it was like a couple days after I, I found out we had to leave campus and um one of my one of my friends had a meeting a, a scheduled meeting that had been scheduled for a long time and um and the the professor that he was meeting with was like hey i'm sorry i'm gonna be like five minutes late you know, to this meeting, I got to deal with this thing. And he's like, yeah, I, I kind of figured no trains are running on time anymore, <laughs> anywhere. Like, I just thought that phrase was kind of, kind of funny. Like, yeah, it's all, <laughs> it's all just how it is, but just hop on when you can Yeah, reach out and hopefully grab onto the train. Yep. It is. Uh, the phrase new normal gets thrown around a lot, uh-huh. and I don't love that phrase. Right. It, it irks me a little bit. I don't know quite why it irks me, but it is the new normal, right? We, <laughs> I'm having movie nights over Zoom every once in a while, and, and yeah, it's just weird. They're talking about doing uh, camps over Zoom, summer camp Zoom. How would that even work? What's yeah? I don't know. Let's go kayaking. <laughs> yeah. Just sit there and. and... I was I was thinking about that last night actually. I got an email from my boss saying, "Hey, I want to touch base and talk about this summer," uh, which is a very worrying email <laughs> to get in these in light of these times. Uh, you know, it's hard to know. I think that's the hardest thing about all of this is there's not really an end date. Yeah. So it, it's all just you know waiting. But good thing we uh, can wait. You know, inside with Netflix and and uh, Hulu and all the other buzz marketed things to, to listen to. And I've read, I've read more pages of a hardcover book in the past month than I have ever before in my life. So that's, that's nice. And, you know, it's for those that are are privileged enough to have that opportunity to, to take some time and just the best thing they can do is sit on the couch and, and watch Netflix. And that's great. Um, And for those that, that don't have that or, or, or on the front lines or an essential worker it's uh it's a tough time but they're certainly well thanked and and um yeah appreciate those folks a lot and that's i mean that's why we're doing all this is because of them right we're staying home so we don't spread this virus so we don't overwhelm the hospitals and destroy the planet yeah any more than we've been doing for the last you know eon of humanity yeah i mean the um what there's like memes going around about how like uh what was it dolphins came back to uh to italy or something yeah and like well we are the virus yeah anyways (laughs) good stuff speaking of memes yeah we can't really do meme review virtually as as easily we can send each other memes, but it's not quite the same as sitting over a table <laughs> scrolling through. And that suspense of me looking at a meme for the first time and, and trying to, trying <laughs> to describe it. And, but I, I'm in the I'm in a billion group chats as we all are these days. Um, but one of my friends dropped a link in one of our group chats to a Facebook group. Okay. Uh, and in this Facebook group, everyone pretends to be an ant in an ant colony. All right. And so someone will. And every it's just like comments and comments of of people commenting bite and 
praise the queen. And it's, it's like tens of thousands of people just commenting bite over and over and over again. And it's insane, but it kind of, I don't know. It kind of makes sense. All these crazy things just kind of, I feel like fit now and don't seem as crazy. Or maybe I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid, the ant Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, that's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting, uh, internet, um, community is popping up as a result of this nothing else to do yep except find a group of like-minded weirdos and and just congregate on the internet it's a beautiful thing what are you drinking i'm drinking some tea black tea yeah i needed some caffeine this afternoon but i didn't want to drink coffee i'm only in my second cup today oh wow wild i told you I, I i pretty much quit cold turkey when i when i left school you're crazy i would die i'd actually die probably it's not too bad (laughs) i've been drinking less because a big habit of mine at school was whenever i was bored i'd just walk to the coffee shop and get coffee yeah so i was drinking like four to five cups a day most days which is a lot but it's fine (laughs) but now you know there's the coffee that we have in the house and that's it so i'll make i'll make a pot and that's what we have for the day gotta ration it scary times i have this this dream of using this time to like learn how to make fancy espresso drinks and like get really good at being a barista and then just i'll have jobs that are easy to get in the future yeah because you have that really nice uh you have that really nice coffee maker eh yeah eh (laughs) so so i'll get around to that eventually (laughs) maybe yeah i keep making plans like oh i'll do this i'll do but i haven't done much of anything i've played a lot of i was gonna say you just play animal crossing instead I have owned Animal Crossing for about three weeks now. Uh-huh. Um, I've put over 40 hours into it. <laughs> That's a work week. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you can see all the games you've played and how long you've played each game. I have a game. I've been playing The Witcher since, like, November. And I've, I play The Witcher all the time. But since I've got Animal Crossing, I haven't played anything except Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing has finally eclipsed The Witcher. You know, a game I had for, like, five months has been overtaken by gamepad for three weeks wow but it, it is nice to be able I, I feel like animal crossing has sort of it dropped at the perfect time they really did plan that right do you think they rushed it at all do you think was that the original drop no date? this was the this was the release date since since last spring when they announced oh, it. oh wow that's that's awful or, but or also E3 like yeah perfect well a lot of there's a lot of jokes going around like did nintendo plan you know did they know where they did they put up the 5g towers <laughs> stop with that conspiracy stuff but um <laughs> Yeah, that's like all the internet is talking about right now. Nothing else to do. That's the problem. What's your, uh, what's, what's the latest news in that world? What do you got? What's your house looking like? Uh, I, my house. Any annoying villagers you want to get away from? I like all my villagers, but I'm sort of running out of space and I've got villagers I'd like to come in. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one of my, one of my original villagers, Bill, he's a duck. He's, he's great. But whenever I talk to him, he just wants to talk about like working out and lifting. I'm like, dude, get a personality besides protein powder. Um, it's a great name for a duck. It is a great name for a duck, but I, he, he's like my least favorite of my current villagers. So I've, I've just stopped talking to him altogether. <laughs> yeah. I love how, I love how the solution to, to, it's just passive aggressiveness. It's a game that makes you feel bad for being mean, but it's the only way to yeah well in i i've seen some screenshots i never played i've only played the two most recent animal crossing games so i haven't played the older ones but in like the first two the animals like outright bullied you sometimes they call you ugly or like make fun of what you're wearing so they've made the game a lot nicer so passive aggressiveness is the only way to go i've I've 
I've heard tarantulas are a big deal. Oh my god. Thank you. Special delivery. Wow. Is that Uber Eats? Of a, of a kind. <laughs> Listeners, it's my sister. I. <laughs> but it's basically Uber Eats. Yeah, tarantulas. So the thing about tarantulas is they're worth $8,000 per tarantula. Yeah. So they're a great, a wonderful, wonderful source of They're income. an investment, right? They're an investment. But if they bite you, you pass out and you start over at your house. So you have to go. It's like a whole process. So you have to be very careful. There's like whole techniques of like building a barricade that they can't get it's over. Risky. And stuff. It is risky. <laughs> and as someone with severe arachnophobia, <laughs> it is the most stressful thing to do. Like my heart is pounding whenever I, I go tarantula hunting. But got to pay off those loans. I've also heard things about the, the turnip stock market. Have you played that at oh, all? Or you, the turnip have you turned market. into a Bitcoin turnip uh, entrepreneur? I, I missed the first two weeks of my turnip. So I the third week I went in. It's it's before Sunday at noon. You have to go in and buy. Oh, it. like oh, like just like the good old farmers market. So just like the good old farmers market. Uh, it's called the stock market. S T A L K. So that's a little fun uh. <laughs> fun wordplay there. So I bought. I bought. I think I bought. Either twenty or two hundred. I don't remember. It's a lot turnips. of turnips. I didn't want to go crazy. That's a math problem. It's a lot of worth of turnips. But some people buy like thousands. <laughs> it's insane. That, that's um, a big gamble. And the prices, you can sell them in your shop every day, but the prices change. Okay. So the idea is you want to get a really good price so you can sell them and make a profit. That's that's how I understand stocks to be, yes? And stocks. Um, but the thing is, it seems like only six or seven people in the world get good prices. Because all my friends have... Because sh- you can you can go to different people's island. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit. I'm sure it's more than that. All week, I think my highest price for turnips was 144 per turnip. I think I bought them for 150 so that wasn't a great... Yeah, you're losing money on that deal. I'm, I'm going to hold out. Maybe I'll get better prices all week. But they dropped to like 120 60 40 And finally, I sold them because I only had one more day to sell them for $23 per turnip. Dude. You, but some you got, people like get you got robbed get crazy prices. I've seen like on the internet people with prices of like six hundred per turnip or like per turnip. And the thing they're doing is they'll post like on Reddit like, "Hey, here's my turnip prices. Here's a spreadsheet. Put your name on the spreadsheet, and I'll let you guys on my island one by one." And some of these people who have these prices, they'll build like barricades so you can only travel on their islands to the store and back. You can't go anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, you have to bring a gift to to if if you like a thank you gift for letting people visit like have letting being allowed to visit people's islands there's i've seen bouncers like some people will take your gift some people will take your turnips so you don't actually interact it's it's weird wow it's like this whole insider trading kind of thing <laughs> with spreadsheets and and it's it's crazy there's now people are like trading villagers huh. somehow it's, it's called nook nookazon i think whoa now are you big question out there i'm i'm um, you know everybody's everybody's asking this question when it comes to to animal crossing are you time traveling or are you not there's a stigma that that i associate with time traveling and that a lot of people do i'm not a time traveler okay i i think i would like to play the game as as nintendo intended as 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 god intended as god intended you know every day i go and i shake my trees and i i hit my rocks and i dig up my fossils bit by bit my town grows that's that's nice to me, especially these days 
when there's nothing but time and just sitting. It's nice to Yeah, have... yeah. Who needs time traveling now? We got yeah. And I see these people who time travel and and I disagree with it. They're welcome to do it. It's their game, whatever. But they like they're building empires on their island and like it's insane. And like you can you can terraform your island now. So you can do like you can make your island whatever you want and if you time travel you can basically buy whatever you want. It's I don't know. If what would you do if you were playing Animal Crossing? Would you time travel? Probably not. I'd probably take it low and slow. Yeah. It just seems, you know, why would I want the game to end? Well, uh, as far as I understand, there's no end to the game. It's not like one of those things that you, like, beat the final boss and you're like... You kill Tom Nook. Yeah, yeah, Bowser doesn't phases. come along and, uh, you know, try to destroy your village or something. As far as we know, I mean, maybe there's a secret, like... What if in, like, you six know, months from put, now... Put the Konami yeah. code in. <laughs> Nobody knows it, but in six months from now, <laughs> all the Animal Crossing games turn into to that. There was a big stink last week. Uh, I don't know how much you've heard about Bunny Day. Oh, it was, like, their Easter celebration on the... It was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my... That's not true. But it, in terms of, like, peaceful Animal Crossing, it did not feel good. There was this rabbit, but it was... It's heavily hinted this person is a rabbit in a suit. Okay. But the character denies that they're in a suit. They've got a zipper on the back, and their name is Zipper. But they're like, oh, it's it's just it's for decoration. But And they have these dead eyes, and it's horrifying. Uh-huh. And they, they jump around all happy, but as soon as you leave their sight, they sort of collapse and are tired. So it's like, what are they hiding? You know, who is, who is this yeah, rabbit? Yeah, who put them up to this? Who put them up to this? And there's eggs hidden out all around your island for Bunny Day. If you hit trees, eggs will come out. If you dig holes eggs if you hit rocks eggs and if you go fishing you might catch a fish or you might catch eggs i don't think that's how eggs work you don't know until you pull it up no it's it's not but apparently in the world of animal crossing all right so i i spent two weeks trying to fish you know make money off off you know river trouts and stuff and then they had this fishing tournament it's like a, a seasonal event nintendo sends you know updates for these events every couple months yeah. And it was this fishing fishing tournament. Catch as many fish as you can in three minutes. You have as many chances as you want. But Bunny Day was still happening. And they didn't... Nintendo didn't think to, like, maybe program it so you couldn't catch eggs while you were trying to do the fishing tournament. I caught, like, six eggs in a row. It, it was just... It was maddening. Ugh. And the internet sort of turned against this this rabbit and his eggs. <laughs> and it was... Is he, like, roasting over a spit now? It was quite something now? to behold. And he's gone... It, I know peace once more. <laughs> and the islands were now quiet. <laughs> and somebody has him as like a rug on their, uh, <laughs> in their bathrooms, like this rabbit. I'm wearing his ears as a hat. <laughs> yeah, and... yeah. That, that sounds likely. So what are you doing to pass the time? Um, what am I doing? Um, muddling through school, uh, taking online classes, yeah, and, um. We're going out for runs carefully, you know, occasionally, you know, trying to avoid people, but, but still going out for runs and that's been good. Um, I'm making another canoe paddle as I'm apt to do when I'm bored and, and don't have a whole lot of other things going on. Um, yeah, so that's been my, my physical project. That's like, you know, something that's not on the computer or something that's like, you know, very tactile i can see my progress and and that works out um i've been sleeping out in a tent in the backyard still yeah that's fine (laughs) it's been snowing for like a week yeah (laughs) 
I believe you. I just, I'm very impressed. No, it's. I mean, it's just like a. I can't uh, motivate myself to go for a walk it, when it's. It's kind of great because so. I feel like the internet can't get me out there. I mean, it can, but like, you know, I spend all day on the internet, and then I, I realize that my a lot of my recreation habits are on the internet too. Like, I'll watch Netflix in the evening, or I'll like, you know, watch YouTube, or like play a video game or something, which are all on the internet and are all on screens, and that's like, mm-hmm. you know, I. If I did that, I'd be on the internet, like, 16 hours a day. Um, So if I, like, cut it off at, like, 9 o'clock and say, okay, we're done with the internet. I'm going to go out to the tent. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go to bed. It, like, it provides that hard cutoff of, like, this is it. Like, no more internet. Nothing can reach me in the tent. Yeah. And I can be out there. Even though it's, like, five steps away from the, the back door. Um it still is, like, a world away, you know? That sounds really nice, actually. It, it, it's it's super good. Um, so that's kind of been my my weeks here so far. Yeah. We'll see what else. The paddle's almost finished, so we'll kind of see what the next project is after that gets done. But, you know, yeah. I think projects, that's that's how we got to... We have to stay busy, right? Or else we're all going to lose it. No, what... Uh... What was I going to ask? Oh, back to Animal Crossing. Or did you? Are are you? Um, so you're not time traveling. Are you uh, hemisphere switched or not? No, I. Okay. Is that a thing people are doing? Well, yeah. You can you you get to choose, and some people are like, I want to be cool and subversive and choose the southern hemisphere, even though I live in the northern hemisphere. I respect that, dude. Now is not the time to be, like, <laughs> using my escapism game to watch the leaves die and winter come. You're like, I want spring. <laughs> I want spring. There's cherry. There were cherry blossoms on the trees. I want that. I want, like, peaceful sunshine. Last night there was a rainstorm on my island, and I put my headphones in and just ran around listening to the rain. And the rain, it was, like, I was losing my mind over this rain sound effect. It, it sounded like there was rain on my window. It was so nice. You know what's, you know what's better than that? hearing hearing the rain on your on your tent when you're sleeping outside yeah and then and then you unzip it and the snow falls in too right because it's been snowing i i was watching a movie with my mom yesterday and and we have windows behind the tv so i could watch like just the weirdly blizzard like snow yeah yesterday was was a lot of snow but um the tent i have is made for it it's a it's a winter tent it's i've got yeah i'm not i'm not freezing to death out there i mean you've got you've um, got the gear it's a good test of my skills and and just like getting used to it and i i I like when i sleep better outside than i do when i'm in a bed i think but um Mm -hmm. what was i gonna say oh yeah i've uh, it, it also brings me closer to nature and brings me closer to the outside like nature observing stuff i get to hear what birds are awake in the morning i get to you know, see whose tracks are in the snow when I go out there. Um, and where I have my little office set up, where I, I, you know, participate in class and everything, um, I've got that window that looks out, that the, mm-hmm. the, the big glass doors that look out in onto the, um, onto the back deck and then out into the backyard. So I'll be, like, sitting in class and, like, you know, watching some Zoom thing. And then, like, a deer will come up, like, two feet from the glass. <laughs> I'll be, like, in class and then, like, make eye contact with this this white-tailed deer, like, right there. <laughs> it's just, like, a, a 
<laughs> it's just like a funny interaction. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, I mean, you're in it. That's um, my uh, my parents just bought this place. My grandparents used to to own it, but my parents bought it from them. It's uh, it's about forty minutes from here, up near Java. I don't know if you know where Java is. And Java script? No, it's a town. It's a town. I don't know what direction it's in. It's sort of if you go down Main Street a bunch, and then I don't know. I'll, Python? I'll probably C plus uh, plus. I'll probably cut out the, these geographical markers uh, so our listeners can't track us down. Except if they're tracking us down, that means they left their homes. You fools. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. But it's it's this. Trailer park's the wrong word. It's like an, it's like a glamping spot, essentially. Oh. But it's out in the. It, it feels like the middle of nowhere. It's very Adirondacky in its its setting. It's the same sea level elevation as the Adirondacks are. Same tree types. Um, well, let me tell you something about that. <laughs> trying to. Do something. That's probably not the case because we're like a good like few degrees of latitude like maybe two degrees latitude okay it's it's similar enough that the that the it could be similar enough yeah that yeah. It, it feels and looks like the adirondacks that's i guess what i'm trying to say there you go so if they have this not to like judge your ecological no, I, you're, you're putting me down it's fine i i miss i misspoke <laughs> and i was wrong and you corrected me i deserved it i don't mean to drag your uh no please embarrass me in front of our listeners please your your <laughs> ecological understanding of of biota but Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just so hurt now. I don't know how to continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's this this trailer, and there's a, they, my grandparents built a room off the trailer, so there's like two rooms, and it, there's it's a campsite, and it's from it's really removed. There's not really anyone living around it, and there's these woods, and it's it's a lot more naturey than I'm making it sound. Okay. Basically, if there weren't a trailer there, it would be like a campsite in the Adirondacks. That's what it feels like. Gotcha. Um, it's on a lake. Well, it's near a lake. My mom calls it the lake house. It's a five-minute walk from a lake. But, you know, close enough. <laughs> sure. But my plan is after graduation... Well, after the virtual here's your degrees celebration. Yeah. Which is a month from yesterday. Which is really weird to think it's about. It's terrifying. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter anymore. Because, you know... I mean, no, it's still terrifying. Oh, it, it is still terrifying. And even more terrifying given, you know what the economy is going to be like when we try to find jobs. Anyway, um, but my plan <laughs> is to, like, take some food out there, bring books, maybe some DVDs, and just, like, go on a retreat for a week in the woods by myself. You're uh, you're a Walden. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm actually finding... Well, I'm, I'm taking care of myself rather than, you know, going into town and, and having my mother cook me dinner. Yeah, Thoreau would be really happy with those DVDs, huh? Sometimes I want to watch movies at night. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to be <laughs> no, on the internet. Good... I'm just. I'm bringing DVD. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Uh, that, that, yeah, no, that sounds awesome. It is. It is kind of Walden, but yeah, I've got plans for a canoe trip once this. Uh, once this stuff is lifted, and you know, th- thinking about yeah, using the paddle that I'm making right now is like, you know, motivation of like, all right, someday this this paddle is going to get in the water, and I'm going to be canoeing again, and it's going to be awesome. So. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my, my, uh, hanging my hope on that. Um, yeah, so yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds lovely. Even though it's not exactly. Speaking of DVDs and movies. Yes. Have you seen the critically acclaimed film Parasite? I haven't. Are you, have you? 
I have, yeah. We watched it as a family the other night. Man, I'm the I'm the dummy. I I You're the you're the movie yeah, I know. buff guy. You go we, to school for this. I keep meaning to, but I I'm not in like the mindset to watch a film. I've been watching a lot of movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Like, it's pretty suspenseful and and deep and like yeah, it took some it took some big brain energy to to, to watch, I would say. But it, I mean, it won Best Picture for a reason, and historically, it's the first yeah. first foreign language film to win Best Picture. And some people on the internet were very unhappy about that. That was that was a whole thing around the Oscars, like, oh, it already won Best Foreign Film. Why does it have to win Best Picture? And it's it's that's a stupid argument. If it's the best foreign film, it wins Best Foreign Film. If it's the best film, it's the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, two different categories. What did you think? You liked it? Oh, I I liked it. It was it it. it uh, I'm trying to say what, because there's so many big twists and, and like, I, I don't want to spoil it in any way. Mm-hmm. And I know that, like, you're a guy that really likes to watch things without them being spoiled. So, um, but I, I really liked it. It, it, so in that way, it's kind of like M. Night Shyamalan of like, wow, that, that happened, but not in a dramatic and like over the top kind of way that he can sometimes mm-hmm. be. It's more like, subtle and and like big twists that you don't uh, maybe you see them coming but they don't happen in the way that you were expecting them to happen right um it's also kind of quentin tarantino-esque i feel like he so bong joon ho and 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 tarantino are actually like friends and and oh really worked really hard to get bong joon ho's films in the u.s Oh, that explains it. And, okay. and Bong Joon-ho thanked Tarantino in his, his accept, one of his acceptance speeches. He gave several. There's a little bit of a feeling to it, for, like a Quentin Tarantino style. I mean, not style, but like the the kind of like multiple stories mm-hmm. colliding into one and um, changes in perspective and like trust and who who is to be believed and... Um, there's also a fair amount of violence in the film, like in Quentin Tarantino films. Tarantino does um, like his, his violence <laughs> and his feet anyway. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I thought about it, but it's, it, it definitely sticks with you afterwards. You're like, whoa, that was, that was powerful. I need to watch it. I keep, I, maybe I'll do that tonight or something. Uh, if you liked that though, I think three of his other films are on Hulu. And, okay. and Snowpiercer is on Netflix, and that's another one of his films. Oh, I've seen Snowpiercer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's also his, his film, yeah. huh? Oh, okay. It's very different from that film. Well, he's it was a di- he probably marketed toward a different audience too. It was an English language film marketed toward a Western audience versus yeah, Parasite, yeah. Which was that's like marketed toward, well, not marketed toward, but it's you know meant to appeal or made for a Korean audience. Yeah, Snowpiercer was like kind of a classic adventure, like action film and it was kind of framed in that way mm-hmm. of like yeah punchy actiony fighty maybe a little bit of theory and story behind it but like yeah this one was definitely not that way when i say it's violence it's not like actiony you know mission impossible violence yeah. it's like yeah yeah but no it was great it, it, it was super good coming from a guy that that doesn't really know how to watch films I mean, you watch them, that's the right... You know, however you watch a movie is how you watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. I'd almost rather not know 
as much as I know. I've been watching Harry Potter with my mom, and I used to be able to just watch those movies and enjoy them, but now I'm like, oh, how did they do that special effect? Where's the cut? You know, what, what techniques are they using to edit the, what's stored? To, it sucks, because I'm, I'm, like, thinking about it in terms of, like, production, even though I just want to watch it for its story. Have you seen 1917 yet? No, or, I was going to uh, go see it, and then shit hit the fan. Oh, because that's, that's one I've heard from people that are into films, that, like, if you're into f- films and knowing how they're made, then it's hard to not see the cuts in it, yeah. even though it's shot as a one... Um, one camera perspective or like um uh one 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 take continuous one take yeah. continuous but there are cuts in the film right there have obviously to be, yeah. so but people that are really into filmmaking notice those a lot more obviously than a, a generic viewer um so something to be aware of i guess but um funny story yeah. about 1917 uh, at the end of the movie, there's the main character is is like under a tree. He's, he's lying under a tree. Um, that's the last shot of the film. It's him under the tree. Uh, but apparently, the tree that he's lying like on, Christmas, like, like Christmas. He's a little present, uh, all wrapped up in his his English uniform. Uh, but that tree, apparently, um, when when they were shooting the film, all the extras would use that tree as a toilet because like there were the porta potties were too far away and they were all in location, so they just go pee on this tree. Uh, and that's that's what they ended the film on was the piss tree. Gross. So that's a little fun uh, behind the scenes for you. Great. <laughs> I'm try- I'm hoping to use this time to like watch all the movies I haven't seen and and catch up on being a cultured person. But it's <laughs> like we've said, it's hard to just find the motivation to do much of anything. Yeah, for sure. Any Netflix binges that are uh. uh... I just binged, this wasn't on Netflix, but I binged Barry. It's an HBO show. Oh, okay. I've heard of it. Haven't watched it. It's it's really good. It's really stressful, so I might take a break from it, because I, I don't really... Yeah, I need things that aren't stressful, yeah, that like, aren't stressful in the same way. You've been watching Tiger King, right? That's just so oh. bonkers. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. That's, I think yeah. that might be what I watch next. But oh man, you can talk that... about it if you want. I mean, I, I know sort of the every gist other of it. podcast and every other <laughs> the world keeps talking. The whole the whole world right now is either Tiger King or or um, Animal Crossing. Well, we've got one that's half. In. That's like we the two well, switches. We might as well buy in. <laughs> we gotta talk about this one. Go go for oh, it. I, I wow. went on an Animal Crossing tangent. I'd love to hear all your thoughts on Tiger King. Oh, uh, it's. The tigers are the least craziest thing about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> Good. I was telling you the other day that um, some of my friends go to school for, for resource management mm-hmm. and for ecological um, restoration and um, sort of wildlife, uh, yeah, wildlife stuff and, and all that rehab and everything like that. And, um, and they actually don't like the show. <laughs> very much because it 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 talks about this underground industry of of private tiger owning and Mm -hmm. and sanctuaries and like mentions that there's this difference between a sanctuary and just owning a tiger for for private use and what zoos do how that's different and it spends like maybe 15 minutes talking about that over the course of like a four-hour long documentary so you kind of like they're like, wait, we could have had this amazing opportunity to talk about 
the illegal tiger trade or what's wrong with private zoos or how tigers that are raised from birth with humans can't be released back into the wild. And like, you're missing so much of that story um, because you're focusing on the murder for hire plot and the, the crazy cult following that this one dude has. And then like, like it focuses more on the human personalities Mm -hmm. behind all the tigers than the actual rehab and wildlife conservation of tigers. Um, and of big cats in general. So all my, my wildlife friends are like, but we could be, we should be talking about, <laughs> we should be talking about this. You know, we have this platform, you know, I don't really care about Carol Baskin all that much, but I want to talk about how to save the tigers, you know? Um, and is that your stance? Do you agree with that? Or are you, are you all in? Well, I the... agree with it. I just don't think that's necessarily the point of the, of the documentary. Right. right? I think if, if the, the, if the documentarians wanted to make a, uh, uh, planet earth three, you know, it, it would be a completely different film, you know, and they chose to focus on the crazy human aspects of, of these personalities and the, the polyamorous gay wedding and the, the, you know, murder for hire plot and the, the barn that burns down with all the videotape in it. And like all this crazy stuff that's like, whoa um at the expense of not talking about the animals so much so you know i i understand where they're coming from but i also realized that was the director's choice you know so um and if that's what it like if that was their choice to turn up the crazy to 12 and like show all the crazy human things then they really did a good job of that um, it, it's, it's, yeah. I'm excited to watch it. Now, the big question, you know, that everyone's asking, <laughs> did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Where, where do you stand on this? And, and feed him and to feed, tigers. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, you don't have an, I, I mean, the internet's so divided on this. They are really divided on this. Actually, on my run the other day here in the village, I saw a, a, um, somebody had like one of those, those political signs the little like you know mm-hmm. square ones that you put in out in your lawn yeah. for whatever and um and instead of like the you know town mayor or whatever other political thing is going on it was like honk if you hate carol baskin <laughs> it was like this is how people are engaging with this it's like it's all we can um, do yeah, finding all these different but, ways to connect i don't know i i really don't know i mean she uh, I don't want to say anything, really. I, I, it's sketchy all around. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I respect that. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll form my own opinion once I watch it. I keep meaning to. The film, the the documentary does a good job of leaving that fairly open. I think that's why there's so much debate, right? Like, that was a that was a choice in the cutting room floor. Was like, they could have swung that swung. Swang, swung. I like swang a lot, actually. <laughs> they could have swung that um, that debate either way. I feel like, and they decided to go right down the middle in order to create more of a of a conversation around it. Especially, well, yeah, more of a debate around it. So I'm sure there's more information out there that we don't know, and I'm sure. There's things that they didn't show in the documentary that would have proved one way or proved the other way. 
So, I, yeah. Well, there's there's talk of a, a sequel series. I don't know if you've heard about really? that. Really? Yeah. There's an, there's already a, an extra episode. It's like a, a talk show. Uh, Joel McHale hosts, I guess. I haven't watched it. Oh, is it out? Yeah, I think I I think so. I saw something about it on Twitter. But I don't know for sure. Whoa, that's cool. So, you know, the ball keeps rolling. Tigers keep <laughs> tigering. Yeah. I mean, there's still pending charges, so sure. <laughs> and, and Joe Exotics, he's still in prison. He's still in prison, but there's a couple other people that are might be going. <laughs> what a perfect time for, for it to come out, though. I, I, you know, we talked about Animal Crossing. Right, yeah, that and Animal Crossing are just like the, the talk of the town. One's a really wholesome. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you have full control of everything. The other one's the most bad shit piece of television ever to drop. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. That makes sense. Right, yeah, people will... I, I, I could imagine people pinballing from, like, watching Tiger King and then needing a soothing, relaxing thing and go, like, turn up farming on, on uh, you know, on <laughs> Animal Crossing. Or both at the same time. They really want to confuse <laughs> their senses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got my Switch right next to me. I could break on Animal Crossing. I could give us an audio. T- I'm not gonna... It would be a, ba- it would be a bad piece of, of podcasting. but Get copyright striked. If Nintendo's listening to our podcast enough to copyright strike us, I'd take that as a compliment. Can make us famous. Reggie Fisume, he's out there rooting for us somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, you should watch it. It's uh it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's everything's just weird. I wake up every day and it's like, ah, what's the world gonna be like today? And it turns out exactly the same as it was yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, it's before. a little like I saw a meme that was like relating to Groundhog Day, yeah. where it was like the like waking up and be like, "Yep, it's this day again, huh?" Do you know what day of the week it is most days? Because I genuinely don't know what day of the week it is unless I have class. Um, yeah, mostly because I've got class, I have to keep track of it for class. Yeah, that's the only way I, I really, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll like I'll know. Yesterday, two days ago was Wednesday, right? Yep. So I, I woke up, didn't know what day it was, found out it was Wednesday. All right, it's Wednesday. A couple hours later, I'd already forgotten. Like, it, time has stopped to to mean much. Well, it kind of just becomes the label of, like, weekdays don't really... It, it's more like, okay, I've got this class today. Yeah. And that's the day of the week it is, is class day. Class. <laughs> you know? And weekend. I mean, weekends <laughs> right. mean nothing anymore, either. Like, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I try I to don't do a little to... bit less work on the weekends, but... I usually do more work on the weekends. That's because I put it off all week. Yeah, that that that's fair. Or that's I forget about it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I I still have to do uh, homework for you, actually. Ah, uh, um, don't worry about it. I'm not I mean, worried, but I'm, do it I'm if gonna. You want, I'll, but... I'll bring something. I'm gonna. You know, it's pretty out right now. I could write about snow. Uh, listeners, it doesn't have to be anything. Isaac has anything big. has moved his senior research project to uh, to the internet. Uh, which means I get to just like the rest of the world. I get to participate. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you, you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, if you want, I don't want to <laughs> force you to talk about something. I mean, it's it's kind of like the bane of my existence yeah. right now. But um, yeah, it's just it's just a senior project for for my my last year of college, my last semester, and. Um, yeah, I wanted to facilitate um, some lessons on nature writing, and so the first part was 
designing those lessons, and then the second part was going to be facilitating them in person. Um, but now that we can't be in person with a group of people, it's now turned to, um, to doing it online via Zoom and giving people prompts to go outside and not look at a computer screen and write about what they see and come back and uh, talk about it. So it hasn't really changed fundamentally that much. It's just uh, moved to a different yeah. format. And now I'm involved, so it's a crossover kind of. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I uh, I got out of doing mine, which maybe, I don't know if that's good or not. Because yeah. I can't really make a film at home without lights and stuff. Right. So like my whole semester has been, at least, you know, the, I, I wrote this, it was like a 12-page fantasy film. It was a, a Writer's Legacy sequel, actually, because I was going to go all out. It was going to be very fun. Um, but it, I, it got killed. It's very sad. Could write some good essays about it, though. I'm sure. I could probably write some good essays about it. Is that what you've been finding? Is that your your classes have have turned from quality to quantity with? Yeah. Yeah. My my psych professor, she sent out a test. I don't know if I told you about this last time we talked. I don't remember. But we have our test format has been like here's a bunch of multiple choice questions. Here's some fill in the blank. Here's you know do some writing. Sort of your basic test. I thought, oh, that'd be so nice to do at home, you know, easy. But she changed the format, and now it's each test is an essay, basically. Yeah. And uh, bummer. The teachers are doing their best. I I, I try not to. Yeah, no, get I, I frustrated too that. much, but it's like I can <laughs> I can barely focus on the things I want to do. I've been finding that my attention span has like gone down. Oh, it's ridiculous. So much, I, I have... and I know that that's that happens when I go on the computer too long, like. That just exacerbates any mm-hmm. any attention span issues that I probably already had, but um, that's why I like the outside so much. Uh, but yeah, it's like compounding <laughs> compounding attention span um, shortening. But only only a few more weeks of this, and hopefully, yeah, you know, then we can focus on, on on better things. How's the grading for your? Has your grading changed at all? So it's it's optional pass fail now. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what my school went to. And they've changed the threshold for pass. It used to be you'd have to get I think like an eighty or above to pass. Oh really? Yeah, Denison. Yeah, that's not really a pass fail system, but Denison likes to think that's all fun. But they've changed it so as long as you don't fail the class, you pass it. Yeah, so, it's a it's a D's get degrees situation. And I'm I'm. Yeah. I'm I haven't switched, like, personally, I'm still doing a GPA system, because I, wa- I want to, in theory, but I think there'll come a point where I have to choose if I really am capable of putting in the effort to actually get good grades. Yeah, so what they decided is that we don't have to make that choice until a week after our grades are in. Yeah, same here. So we get to know what we're what we're mm-hmm. going to get at the end, and then decide if we want it to count against our gpa or if we don't and to be honest i don't know what my gpa is off the top of my head and i i don't think it's ever been something i've really worried about too yeah. much I, which i understand is like different for different schools and different academia and like i go to a school that's pretty loosey-goosey when it comes to acad, acad academia mm-hmm. and, and all of that so i can understand it being not that important but i can also understand how some people that's a big deal if they're looking at grad right, school or it. scholarships depend on on weighted gpas and stuff like that so yeah 
but I know a lot of at least like medical schools, some of them are sort of adjusting what their their guidelines are because of all this. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like the class of twenty twenty is gonna, you know, that'll sort of be a one of the, it's like the lost generation kind of thing. Like maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some slack, or maybe the world will keep punching us down. Not a hundred percent sure which way it's gonna go. It's I, I, it's probably gonna go one or the other. I don't think it's just gonna keep on keeping on. Um, yeah, I mean, one like you think about like the classic interview questions of like yeah tell us about a time that you you experienced uh, adversity and be like i graduated in 2020 oh <laughs> like, you're hired oh, okay right <laughs> yeah that makes sense even more so i was a i was a ra and at, at, when all this went down yeah. i still like manage a house can't imagine at the time that this that this happened i'm so excited <laughs> for that job <laughs> little little did i know that <laughs> well you see, i mean you were you got it for a little bit yeah no i mean i i and I'm, that's not to say that it turned out terrible in the end. It was still an awesome experience. It was great. It was, like, very challenging. But it was like, well, this is <laughs> very instantly not the challenge I thought I had signed up for. Um, which I'm sure a lot of the people are experiencing in many different ways right now. But um, trying to calm down a house of people that don't know what's going to happen. And I don't know what's going to happen. I'm in the same shoes. I'm, a, I'm, I'm also a student. Right. So, I'd... Yeah. I've seen some stuff about schools, like, saying maybe fall 2020 is going to be remote as well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm graduating, so I don't really care. Right, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore, but imagine... <laughs> I mean, I do care, but... But, but it's, it's not as, as applicable. We'll be, you know, out there looking for jobs, hopefully, <laughs> if there's jobs. Yeah. If there's an economy. Uh, not to be a downer. I don't want to bring it down. It's just... Well, I mean, actually, one, one thing I wanted to mention is that um, one of my buddies who works... Who graduated last year who is also in a, a tough position, you know, I mean, it, economy is not good for anybody right now, but um, he works in therapeutic recreation in, in getting kids outside that need to get outside because that's, um, that's the place that they heal. And that's mm -hmm. the place that they get away from their, their issues and their trauma. And that's where they, they sort of do that, that work that they need to do. And um, for some of these kids that, you know, their choices to go outside with this therapeutic rec program or to go to prison or jail or, or a, a, you know, the, the criminal justice mm -hmm. system or to go to a hospital. Um, and so right now that's the best place for them to be yeah. Is outside. <laughs> yeah. Jails and hospitals um, don't seem like <laughs> super fun places to visit. Those are places nobody, nobody wants to be right now. And, and so they're considered, a, a an essential an essential employee mm -hmm. or an essential uh, a business for at least some of the states that these programs run in. Um, so that area of, of my industry, at least, is actually hiring right now. Um, That's awesome. Which is kind of cool. And that was a, a place I, want, I was thinking of going anyways. I, I've talked about it before. Um, of course, I have to finish my degree and, right. and do all this sort of stuff. But, um, and, and I think that area is only going to grow you know, with, with all of this and, and, uh, yeah, but that, that's something I wanted to throw in there that yes, a lot of places are hard. A lot of places are not hiring. It's a tricky economy and, and, you know, we got to ride this out and, and be thankful for, for what we have and, and for those that are, are working in the front lines and stuff, but also know that there's, there's areas that are, that are actually going to be more, 
um, maybe better isn't the right word, you know, because of this, but like they're more needed now than ever. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Want to hear how my areas being <laughs> the jobs in my area? Well, are people up? need films now more than ever too. Except you, you can't have <laughs> gatherings of any size, and <laughs> crews are are you know more than one people, more than one person. So, how how much money do you think Netflix has made in the past month? I mean, I well, mean, really. Netflix is not filmmakers are not Netflix. That's the thing. The, no, the big I know. wigs they're, up they're... in the Netflix or the calling into the Netflix executive building. They're they're doing great. They're having a wonderful time. <laughs> uh, the the gig economy workers, you know, the the grips and and sound folks and and cam ops. <laughs> All production on everything has shut down. Like the TV season that was supposed to be this fall, that's going to be delayed till God knows when. Movies eventually are going to stop being made. Thank God for stuff like Netflix, where there's you know a backlog. It's yeah, for sure. It is scary, and and like just to think about you know what in terms of things being produced, there's going to be a, a blackout for a while in terms of there being new material i think when do you think that's gonna come i think like do you think that'll come in time for things to lift up well it depends on when things lift up yeah i guess so i haven't watched everything on netflix yet and there's probably a good couple of months of things on oh, Netflix yeah. that are like maybe i'll watch this maybe i won't and and if that at least what i'm hoping is that when it's finally time to go outside People are really going to want to go outside and I can be the one to help get them outside because I have a degree in that. With your hat off, accepting any any <laughs> size bills happily. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't mean it that way. Tip your outdoor educator. I mean that, I, and then maybe if there's a little less things to watch on Netflix anyways, that's not a bad thing. No, I don't think know? so either. Although maybe maybe Netflix will rebrand and just be the Tiger King Network. And just follow <laughs> Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin for the rest of time. Maybe that's... Oh boy. That's how that'll go. <laughs> you talked about uh, essential yeah. workers. Um, in New York State, uh, religious leaders are considered essential workers to an extent. Um, yeah. So they're still holding services and stuff, albeit virtually. And I've been conscripted, so I'm kind of an essential worker. I'm just not getting paid for it. Uh, so I'm an essential volunteer, I guess. Um, but I've been... I was conscripted to film the church services at the First Presbyterian Church every Sunday. Um, so oh, I've, wow. I've been going in wearing a mask and, you know, staying away from people, wiping down services. Uh, I was singing uh-huh. with them for a while. It was the pastor and his daughter and me singing. But we realized perhaps a, a, an activity where we're spitting and, and exhaling quite a lot was not a good thing to be yeah. doing near each other. But it's it's been really wonderful. Uh, it's Easter is when it really hit me because we, we do it on Facebook yeah, Live sure. and you can see everyone who's watching, people comment and stuff. And it just... Like, this is a time when everyone's apart and everyone is forced to be away from each other. But there were, like, 100 people tuned into this Easter service on Sunday from across the country yeah. who, who, you know, if if we if we could go to church physically, they, they wouldn't be at this Easter service. But because it's all virtual, they can come to this Easter service. And I don't know. I was really moved, you know, at, at a time when we're all so far apart. We were all together, though, still. That that's cool that you're helping to film that and um, yeah to get that uh, to get that out there and get people what they need for connection and their spiritual life right now while still staying staying at home. So that's been, that's been a, a source of peace for me. And I mean your peace you you've got your 
your tent and everything. So. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's my journey in in my own way. Yeah. If it if it ever stops snowing, uh, I may also set up a tent. I kind of like the idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as brave as you are. I I I prefer a nice warm bed on nights where it's <laughs> sub thirty. But I respect. I, I do respect it. I think that's that's wonderful. I've been going, like, when it's, you know, last week when it was 60 degrees and I was out in my hammock most days, a podcast hammock and a beer. That's <laughs> that's sort of the ideal day <laughs> for me. Uh, yeah, right. So we'll see. We just <laughs> hit the hour mark. Do you want to wrap up? I have homework I probably should do. Yeah, me too, man. I got to get back to it and, uh, yeah, do that. Um, do some homework before uh, 5 o'clock, but. Yeah, it's good talking. Was, I'm, it's, I'm glad uh, we can keep doing this. Yeah, totally. Uh, again, it's kind of weird to do it. Yeah. You know, th- we're this close, but we we can't be in the same room. But also, it's nice to that we uh, that we know how to do it this way because we had had done it this way for a while. Um, yeah, cool. Well, have a good one. You too. Stay safe. Stay safe, uh, listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're an essential worker, thank you for all that you do. Uh, please keep washing your hands. Please, for the love of God, stay home. Uh, and if you have to go out, wear a mask, stay six feet from people. You've heard this on everything you listen to, I'm sure. But it's important. Please stay home. Uh, and stay safe.